Hello and welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe or listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. Did you know there's an easy way to help support the podcast and keep the show going? Buy Me a Coffee is an incredible platform where you, the loyal Block Talk audience, can say thank you to your favorite host. All you have to do is show support with a few taps by leaving a little tip that's just like buying me a cup of coffee. And the great thing is you don't even need to create an account. Visit buymeacoffee.com slash blocktalk and keep Block Talk going strong like a cup of coffee. And as always, follow me on Instagram, Threads, and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter slash X at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. A night at the opera, a day at the web show. The top four got another comedy challenge that led to some new information in the hanky-panky department. I bet those props from the fetish design challenge became practical. It's time to talk all things Drag Race Germany, and here with me to discuss it all, it's Opera Barbie, OG Fag. How are you? Hello. I'm doing my best Um, Barbie impression with that voice. (laughs) Is there an Opera Barbie? There has to be an Opera Barbie. Oh yeah, there's a Barbie for everything. And if there wasn't already one, which like, again, I'm absolutely sure there is, Barbie is everything and can be anything. So it's true. Barbie land, she definitely exists. Listen, I am sure there's like an opera Barbie um, movie made somewhere. Um, Wow. There's a... There what has I to just be like found. a Phantom of the Opera Barbie in particular. That's literally right? what I just found. It's a Barbie and Ken Phantom of the Opera duo. Yeah, exactly. I was like, there's no way that there's not a Phantom It is an FAO Schwartz limited collectible edition, and you can buy it on Amazon for $800. Listen, I know someone who would probably do that, to be honest. Yeah. Well, thank God that's not one obsession I had, because that would be broke. <laughs> yeah, count those blessings. I have a friend who literally has the entire like actual Barbie dream house laid out in his home. And there's a million Barbies just like climbing all yeah. over it, getting into this, getting into that. So it's like, you could yeah, be- I think for level. me, my biggest financial success was not getting into Funko Pops at the beginning um, because I would not have a life or room to sleep seriously i feel the same way i have just a few of them yeah, but i'm like four, that's goodness it. i didn't let that grasp my life because <laughs> yeah it just would be all in all consuming my thing is really like starbucks cups so i have a ton of those that are taking over my life yeah. and my parents just the other day got me another cup and i was like I thought we collectively had this discussion of no one should buy me more Starbucks cups because there's just way too many of them. Like, so, so many. The only thing I'm collecting is Drag Race franchises. (laughs) A hundred percent, though. That's so accurate. Uh, All right. Pronunciations, I apologize. We'll try to get better. But phonetically, they clash. There's words that just don't make sense. We're going to get there one day. But as always... Diane Briel is making it work. I mean, you definitely can. Hey, listen, there's we're gonna see um, when the next drops. Someone else has Herbert in their ear too, but we'll we'll talk about that big reveal later. 
Um, as always, let us leave a disclaimer. This is an entertainment podcast. We are discussing reality show characters as presented to us through reality production. We are showing the editing of a television show wants to see. We react to what is presented yesterday. The real people think an opportunity to go on television to share their craft, but they've also put themselves in a position to be discussed. But this is the podcast for entertainment to discuss reality television show. We're almost at the end. We're almost there. Almost there. How are you feeling about Drag Race Germany? I kind of can't believe that it's almost the end. I don't know. I mean, I feel as though suddenly a bunch of things happened and I'm like, wow, there really are only four people left. When they were starting off this episode, I was almost doing a double count and I was like, wait, there's no way. But yeah, I mean, it's been an interesting season. I love a lot of the runways. I think a lot of the over the top looks were what I expected from Germany. So I've been enjoying that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, other parts, it's pretty, it's been pretty wacky to a certain extent. Yeah. So it's definitely been a bit of an up and down kind of season. Yeah. I, overall, I've been enjoying it. I'm excited to see what comes next. Yeah. I, let's just do it. Laura Lee, Laura Lou, Laura Lai is gone. Top four through the door. Laura Lai's message is very sweet as they commemorate her as a star and completely move on because they are the fantastic four. They don't give a shit about her. They were uh, literally not even in the slightest. <laughs> Yvonne is realizing that she's in the top four and thinks it's insane as she never thought she'd get there. She has won and is now thinking things are looking up. But the game is now officially Austria versus Germany 2v2. I mean, the odds were not in Austria's favor, but when you bring those two in as your representatives from the country, good chance they're going to make the finals. Period. Like, seriously, some of the most talented i would say of the season for sure so can't knock it yvonne jokes that all germans would have been would have been a problem but i still think an austrian is going to take this crown we'll we'll find out soon kelly says when you see her it's clear that you see a superstar power words coming out of her mouth she says she's the superstar not just in germany but the world well let's see if you get a phone call for global (laughs) all-stars Let's see if they bring her the crown. Tis a new day, and the half-ass entrance is there. They are tired. It's 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 been a long filming schedule, hasn't it? Yeah, I can only imagine what that must feel like to fully like go through. It just has to be a true marathon. Yeah, they will note that the room is empty with only four left. And Meta says that they always say you'll become a different person after the experience, and she's like, "Whatever, good for you." But now going through it, she has become a different person. I kind of agree with that. I mean, I think we'll probably end up talking about it a little bit more, but I do feel one of the main threads for me of seeing the season unfold is feeling as though Meta has had just like such a transformation. And I think yeah. they really are such a different person. But Which yeah, those cliches from say, reality but... TV, um, are they do come true. They are real. So we should stop mocking them. Me, me, all me. <laughs> Now, whoever made up the challenges this season just took their favorite bits and bobs from Drag Race and said, this looks fine because Pandora just does not want another comedy challenge or a sewing challenge. And they're going to do the math to remind us how many they've had. They're not easy for her. She just wants to dance. Who doesn't want to dance? Exactly. Some of us were just put on this earth to dance and that's it. But they've had two design challenges and five fucking comedy challenges. And for her, that's enough. I do feel like I kind of agree with her, though. It's I think it's like, why are there so many comedy focused challenges this season? It because Germany is the funniest country. 
Maybe I'm like, it, it does feel disproportionate to me. I yeah. do think they could have at least mixed it up a little bit more too. Cause I don't know. There's something to be said for that in terms and meanwhile, of meanwhile, drag race down under three gave them three music challenges in eight episodes. So uh, we're not doing well, mixing things up anywhere. That can be a note that we share. Hey, drag yes, race franchises. Keep well, it. wonder, hire me as a consultant and I'll help you. Thank you. Yeah, let's, let's diversify the challenges a little bit more. Yvonne proposes a baking challenge, and well, there are many queens in the Drag Race cinematic universe who would love and be on board with a baking challenge. La Bigberta is waiting for that call. That was the how first you, thing I thought of. Yeah, how would you do with a baking or cooking challenge? I think that I'll do pretty well, honestly. I enjoy a little bit of cooking and baking, and... I think, especially if we're talking baking, there's so much room for creative flair. Well, and they did the, um, on Brazil, they did the cake making challenge this yes, season, right? Yes, they did. So yeah, so I'm like, it very much lends itself to that kind of flair. I'd be down for it. Now, let's say you had a gentleman caller come over um, and they're famished. What are you feeding them? Well, I think, of course, a little bit of sausage would be in order, naturally. There it is. <laughs> Fitting for Germany, too, a German sausage link. Yeah, exactly. A little bratwurst. Mm -hmm. The alarm sounds, they're ready. The video message from Barbie talks about how content is king. And I am king because I create more content than most. Yeah, you already won the challenge and you weren't even I on won. the show. <laughs> Barbie has arrived with her lover, and well, they both said this look will work. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to put it on my body. I think that is just Barbie's M.O. as a human. She's just like, I don't know if this is going to work, but I'm going to put it on. We are bypassing the mini challenge, moving straight to the maxi challenge. They will need just a good idea and a green screen. Their mission is to conquer the internet and impress the fans with their uniqueness, nerve, and talent. What about the charisma? Don't need it, apparently. Apparently not. Well, it's time for a web show, and Pandora is pissed. She's ready to roast the confessional producers for this one. Um, she can get mean. She's ready. I know. I'm like, they really are making her big mad. I, she's not even making a joke about it anymore, but also because she can't really make jokes. So no, she can't. you know that that's real, real. <laughs> for this challenge, they will have to pick their mate, and really, it was all about who they were sitting next to. Or was it? Well, we'll get to it. Pandora had to lip sync when Meta was her teammate, so she passes on that. So she will go with Kelly, so Meta and Yvonne could be teammates, which is what the kids are calling it these days, if you know what I mean. Hey, hey. Two queens in a dream. This should be great. For their web show, they can come up with anything. That's bad advice. Don't say anything, because they'll get something that we don't want. What would you do for this Seriously. challenge? I think that I would like to do it in some kind of way where it's produce focused okay because i think mm -hmm. it lends itself to the direction that one of the group takes it which is that you can produce different segments you could do uh let's actually prepare let's do some cooking going back to <laughs> the cooking baking thing um but then also like how to turn produce into a sensible headpiece a wearable mm -hmm. thing showing the versatility yes, yes, so yes. i'd love to kind of go that route with it now, if there was one drag contestant from anywhere on the planet to be your co-host on this produce-themed show, who would it be? I think it would have to be Shea Coulee. Okay, okay. I'm here for it. Yeah, because we got that broccoli. Like, she's in that mm -hmm. universe. You know, we had that moment. We know she can Well, if you're talking about Brock Allies, Dahlia Sin... Also that, yeah, great Brock ally. So maybe Dahlia could do a little bit of a guest spot. 
as the Brock ally. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The the only way she's allowed to appear on the franchise. Literally. <laughs> well, Meta loves videos of drag queens online as she has come from a generation that learned to do makeup through videos. So she tells Yvonne that she wants to make a really nice web show. Meta has never done one but loves Trixie and Katya's uh, now streaming on Wow Percents Plus. You're yeah, welcome. that little plug. I was like, okay, clock that. Meta wants to know what their goal is aside from offering entertainment. Yvonne says tips and tricks. Meta adds for bus to drag queens. And there you go. A concept. <laughs> it's that easy. Well, Pandora with Kelly will propose something with lesbians, as that hasn't been a topic until now. I'm assuming she meant on the show, right? Yeah, but also, I mean, why would it have been, you know? I'm kind of right. like, well... She is thinking maybe something about contraception for lesbians, and Kelly's like, cool idea! But that hesitation in the face was real. Yeah, I don't know why Kelly didn't push back more on that, because... We're, again, seemingly trusting someone to come up with the main concept who has failed every single comedy challenge, essentially. I think she didn't want to be that homosexual that said no to a lesbian. uh, Okay, we're aware of the the image. We're thinking about that. Maybe a little bit too much. Pandora will continue that they can take some huge rings and say it's a chastity belt for lesbians. I mean, listen, the demo for Drag Race is ever expanding, but I don't know if this was the right challenge to take that risk. Yeah, I'm thinking not so much. Kelly will tell her that they have to keep it funny as she's worried that it might be too intellectual. And that's because Pandora is intelligent. She's highly intellectual and her drag is thought through. Don't lose the jokes. That's really the whole point. (laughs) Kelly will offer an idea about maybe connecting her idea with red flags. Men are red flags for sure. In fact, after spending 48 wonderful hours talking to a nice kid on Grindr, they blocked me because I was not attentive enough today because I had three fucking podcasts to record. High maintenance. I can't. I'm done. Um, just put attention, me in the old folks home alone attention. forever. It's so bad. Uh, Kelly is going to say that red flags are signs of life. Um, and they give us when we should be watching out for something. What are your top three red flags? Okay, top three red flags. Um, no obvious sense of fashion. Okay. Um, if you're smelly, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I hate that. And then I would say also, uh, what would be another one? Uh, taste in music. Let's go with that. Okay, go, go, go on. Good ones. Yeah. I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna give me one. Give you one for right now. Um, seeing as I'm insanely single and for a very long time, it's jealousy. If if you get jealous, it's not gonna work. Even if I get jealous, it's not gonna work. Jealousy is the, the thing that kills us all. It can be. So, are you then not a fan of like an open relationship scenario? Because not it's... at the moment, because I've not been in a fucking relationship for so fucking long that I want to be the sole person in the fucking relationship for once that right, being like, said there. that being said if the person i'm with is not into the things i'm into and they are open to saying you can have fun on the side that's a different conversation i think that makes sense because it's also you make a good point around if someone is not going to be able to fulfill certain needs there's also an objective ability to say that won't cause jealousy because right. You're like not if getting- they're not into episode two design challenge, then it's not going to work. 
<laughs> Bringing it back to the content. <laughs> now let's go back to Meta and Yvonne, who will ask if they should do a talk show or a video podcast. And I'm like, podcasts are an audio art. Stop trying to make video podcasts a thing. If it streams, it's a streaming show. That is the platform, and you can stand and die on that. Literally, I, it fucking pisses me off. Like, I get it. Yes, maybe jealousy here because I don't have the ability to have a full-on video podcast with what I do and the funds that I have and my lack of computer savviness. But podcasts, according to the definition, is an audio work. So stop Period. trying to do the video thing. A traditionalist, a podcast traditionalist. It's because I come from like the OG days of um, podcasting. Call me OG podcaster. There you go. <laughs> you can join the family. Thank you. All right. Meta will just bypass the idea and say that every queen from a duo after Drag Race, um, they do it and have shows and just talk about things. So here's the soft launch for Meta and Yvonne Talk About Things coming to Opera Plus Podcast Network this fall. Well, if they won Drag Race UK. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Now, Yvonne will come up with an idea of including Tessa. How can they do that if she's gone? Well, her leggings remain, which is kind of iconic. But what is it with our two Swiss bitches who left so much drag in the workroom? I would love to know, like, were they just not concerned about it? Were they like, I'll get it later? Maybe they just didn't care about it. They were like, I bought it for Drag Race. It can stay with Drag Race. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Back to Pandora, who says they can do a tutorial on how to sit as a lesbian as she explains they always sit with their legs open. She wants Kelly to teach her to be a lesbian. The gay man teaching a lesbian something. This really impossible. <laughs> Pandora thinks talking about lesbian stereotypes is a smart idea as there are so many kinds of lesbians and there are, they all just haven't had the right man. And neither have I. My lesbian now. <laughs> I like speaking just uh, truth to power yeah they need a show name and pandora will say butch and pillow can you explain that for us yeah so i think it's kind of like the play on the masculine feminine dynamic mm -hmm. so sort of like mask femme like the butch is going to be the real more masculine one and you know having some of those qualities and characteristics whereas the pillow it's like pillow princess so okay really okay them wanting to be doted on, really taken care of. I have never heard the term pillow in relation to lesbian, but maybe I just have not hung out with cool enough lesbians yet. Maybe. Or I was thinking, too, it could potentially be another one of these translation things, right? Like Maybe. maybe. You know, maybe. Because I thought about it more just in that way of like, oh, yeah, they're doing like a butch femme, but they're calling it pillow. And like pillow princess was where my mm -hmm. mind. Well, that probably makes more sense. I don't know where I was going. Anyway, back <laughs> to Meta and Yvonne, who were talking about trash. Turning rags to riches. Rags to drags. Oh, my God. There we go. Meta says that this is the first team challenge where she feels on the same page with her teammate. Shade Pandora, why don't you? Just make her feel bad. Just straight shade. Meta has noticed that when she can start a sentence, Yvonne can finish it. Kind of like how Anna and Hans and Frozen, but they finish each other's sandwiches. <laughs> Yvonne wants to end with the bit, get wet. Well, I think they were talking about their sketch and not what they're going to do in the hotel room at the wrap party, but more on that later. Exactly. Well, this is going to lead to the inkling of flirtation that may or may not be going on between the duo. I think someone has a little crush. I think so, too. And I'm Hashtag like, limited options. 
Yeah, I'm like, why weren't they showing more of this throughout the season? Right, right. Well, we head to the green screen where Johnny and Barbie are waiting for rehearsals to get underway. Now, in an interesting production moment, we are seeing actual rehearsals with the queens in drag. They are not filming a thing, just playing their bit out and getting feedback so they have time to rewrite. Do you like that they got to go back and fix things before they filmed? Or is it a rite of passage on Drag Race to do it and hope the product makes sense? I think it's kind of more of a rite of passage, to be honest. I mean, I appreciate them having an opportunity to be able to play it out, to see what works and what doesn't, truly divorced of being in that moment of filming. But you're on a competition show and it's a challenge. So shouldn't right. you just be able to like have that run, maybe do multiple takes, all of that, but just responding in the moment to the challenge. Right. There's something that becomes less organic about it when you take out that factor. Kelly and Pandora up first, and this is the first time Pandora tells us that she's looking super feminine and suddenly getting lots of compliments. compliments. And blame Canada, um, blame Drag Race, blame everybody, because that's culture we created. We did that <laughs> to you. Sorry. Kelly will go butch to summon the pit crew before giving him a chest bump. And uh, we've seen an under-franchise that doing chest bumps usually ends someone out of the competition with a bum knee. Oh, yes, it does. The she says... This is going to be a challenge for her because Pandora isn't a comedy queen. It's still a competition in hopes that she can make her laugh. So what is this web show about? They'll be crafting red flags. Literally crafting red flags. She says the instructions are complicated, but pulls out a white paper with the word red flag on it and tells them to pretend it's red. Come on, makeshift props. And this proves that maybe we shouldn't watch the rehearsals. Right, and maybe we shouldn't be able to just make the shows about absolutely anything because yeah. then you have what you need on hand. <laughs> we will see them rehearse, and it's literally not the arts and crafts and their love for prestidigitation. And I'm just going to be honest, before that word drops like a million times on Drag Race Brazil, I had fucking no idea what it meant. I'm dumb, okay, y'all? I just don't know shit. Big words, can't do it. Yeah, it's just like such a big word to just be throwing around all the time. They said it so many times this episode. I was like, what's happening? Yeah. Pandora's feeling the most feminine she's ever felt and she don't like it. The rehearsal will go on where whatever is happening behind the table, shit is flying from it. It's very slapstick comedy. And as Pandora tells us, the whole concept is so absurd. Nobody can say it's too smart. <laughs> but it dumb. can be too stupid. I think somebody yeah. forgot to tell her that. <laughs> We learned that the show is called Wet Web Show. I feel like it may be funny if it was like in German, but it's straight up English, Wet Web Show. So I don't know. How does that have to do with anything with red flags? Yeah, don't get it. Yeah. Well, time for some notes. And Johnny will tell them they can do a bit more, do a few more jokes, add more volume. I mean, from what we just witnessed, what else is there to do? The stage is trashed. Yeah, like what more did you want them to add? They literally threw everything all over the place. I mean, what? Essentially, Johnny is telling them that the concept of the red flag is not clear to the viewer. Now, Barbie will give them the most obvious piece of advice, and that's to greet and talk to the audience. <laughs> Duh. Apparently it needed to be said. <laughs> I don't know. Kelly says they will update their concept and add some extra scenes to show what they're trying to convey. Okay, good for you. I don't see it. Now we're going to see the crew clean up the mess. And I was like, how nice of them to clean up after drag queens. Something that no one should ever have to be subjected to. They're monsters. 
Look at all the glitter that is everywhere. Literally. A job nobody wants. No. Next is time for Yvonne and Minamore Kid. They look like sexy ladies and they feel good about their skit, but they have no idea what will happen. Welcome to the Drag Race. They've prepared a self-help show for helpless drag queens, and I know way too many of y'all who need that shit, but Meta, it's meant for those who already went home. Shady. Shady. Super shady. The pit crew is summoned, and they have to haul out stools. Not a hard task. It's so hard to wear a Speedo and show off your muscles and get paid for it. It's challenging work. Yeah. Well, it's time to start, and if you think they literally were doing their own rendition of, uh, you're not, not wrong. <laughs> the show is called Tits and Tricks, and it's the self-help show for helpless drag queens. We will have a joke where Yvonne tells Meta she is known for her tight tuck, and she bops her around the crotch, and well, it is clear she's already had experience in that department. She really knew her way around. She sure did. Well, what are her tips? Well, she says, cut, because they're self-directing. I will apologize to the Burley Pickers' mother for what they're about to do to him. The links they will go for money. It's time to tuck the man. I mean, we've had tucking demos on Drag Race. It's an easy, low-hanging fruit joke. Yeah, they just did the whole very extensive one on Drag Race Mexico. They sure did. Now, the fear and apprehension that man's eyes, that was real. He was like, no, <laughs> I don't want to do his this. life flash before his eyes. <laughs> we will watch the rehearsal of how to go from Yvonne to Pandora in 90 seconds. That was the joke, which may not have been the best joke, but they went with it. You know, sometimes it's just about trying some things, throwing them at the wall, see what sticks. Do you think Coco, the pit crew member, enjoyed his time? <laughs> Probably not, to be honest. <laughs> like... Well, Johnny's time to give advice. He tells them that they are doing great, but he wants to see more of Yvonne's clumsiness because she's a klutz. Yvonne will address the camera and tell Kelly and Pandora that they will not win as she will win. Let's check on that at the end of this episode. Absolutely. With all four contestants on the green screen, Barbie will tell them what they saw was promising. She will tell Kelly and Pandora that they need to work more on the concept as the other two prepared an actual web show with the beginning and end and segments and a purpose. So basically, you didn't do the assigned task, so do that, please, and then come back and film it. Maybe that's why they let them do the rehearsal because they were concerned about one team totally not doing it. So they were like, at least we'll have a moment to say, please do Literally. the task. <laughs> Barbie reminds them with the competition so tight, they're looking for the small things. They will watch the web shows tomorrow with Diane, an extra special unofficial judge of the season, Estefania Lisa, where the category will be Opera Queens. Time for some culture for a change. I'm here for it. Yeah, uh, first let's talk about, yeah let, let's talk about Estefania Lisa. Why is she not given like the official judge moniker? That's what I'm not understanding at this point because when it was like a two-time thing, I was like, oh, okay, maybe someone didn't show up. Maybe they needed another one. But now that she really has become essentially one of the main judges, I don't know why she's not being billed that is way. Is it possible your theory that someone didn't show up is true and she's actually just the show's like social media manager? <laughs> Honestly, I didn't think about it to that degree, but now I actually am because like that's her thing, right? She's like a social media personality. So... Yeah. Or maybe they just ran out of budget. I don't know. <laughs> it's possible. It's very possible. 
Um, Because, like, even on uh, Drag Race Philippines, you have the three men who are just, like, rotating in, but they're not officially at the same level as Cal Karen and um, Jiggly Caliente, where on the main show, uh, Ross and Carson are the same level as Michelle, but they don't do every episode. They still rotate in. It's very strange. I just like consistency in life. Yeah, you just want Drag Race to be able to align themselves, get some clear consistency around these really critical things. They need to listen to your notes. They need to just they really take do. that feedback they really into do. consideration. Now, opera. Are you an opera diva? Do you have a favorite opera? Oh, absolutely not. I'm like, I'm not I'm not cultured enough for all that. <laughs> That's fair. No, That's... no way. Yeah, I'm like, oh. I don't even... I'm like, Avida. I could tell you that, right? Like... I think that's an opera. <laughs> no, not really. It's a musical. But well, at least you're pretty. Look at that <laughs> See, one. I'm like, I tried to take my best shot at an opera. And it didn't even, it wasn't even one. Didn't work, didn't work. All right. No one knows how long it's been and how much time has passed, but the queens are now filming their skits with full props and sets. No judges present. Ready and action. We see Pandora and Kelly come together and almost get it on before introducing the web show. Very racy, looks very chaotic and complicated, but Kelly tells us they're funny. I'll take your word for it. We will see them recording some voiceover and look at how wild Kelly Hilton is. Insane lady. Insane lady. Pandora is excited to see the video just to see Pillow's vibes. Didn't it's like you, you want to see your own vibes? Pillow? Right. I don't yeah, exactly. Like, wait, you want to see your own vibes? Don't you know what the vibe is? Next up is Meta and Yvonne. And immediately we learn that the only non-professional on that set is tape. Meta cannot rip it. Yvonne can't rip it. I have experience. I'll teach you. And then we see Yvonne get taped up and duct taped. But again, experience doing that will help you out. She's going very ham and all signs are pointing for a good night for her. We shall see. Yes, yes. It's a new day and they are all so tired they botched their own coordinated entrance moment. They will be doing some marching and handography. And as Pandora said, it's the Macarena for drag queens. We learned that the choreography was from Yvonne, and this was their soul dance challenge of the season, and they still fucked it up. <laughs> now, I don't know if you've been on the social medias today. They did that choreo at the opening of Work the World in Berlin last night. So maybe it is like a true regional choreography thing. Like maybe. It's, um, it's it was the four of them plus people. Nikita. Nikita was in on it, too. She was there. She was part of the opening act. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I thought that was so funny, right? Because I mean, there are those just like staple drag moves and like it's the Stephanie's Child eight count windmill. Yes, exactly the eight count, all that. So I was like, I appreciate that. Just the way that they were like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> like, yeah, the heart, like, it's like so so corny, so funny. I loved it. Well, at the table, Kelly tells Pandora that it was great that they swapped roles just so they can see Pandora's girly, girly side. And she is blushing and really not enjoying the fact that everyone else is enjoying it as much. Um, it's traumatic for her. She's still not over that she played Pillow and says this is the most traumatic experience on Drag Race. And I was like, really? Not being at the bottom? You go, girl. Whatever works for you. Well, she has that attitude that she loves performing, you know? So I'm like... I don't know. I kind of get that, that maybe it wasn't the worst part for her because she really gets to go crazy. Right. Well. The alarm sounds. There's utter confusion and terror. This happens at the start of the day. What's happened? Who fucked up? They take their places in front of the video screen where a screaming homosexual appears and Kelly knows 
It's a message from her friend Carlos. And Kelly is on her knees sobbing in excitement. It then cuts to another video from for Kelly from her other friend Sandra. And both videos are showing support and how much they think it will be good things for her. This was the strength she needed. Welcome to the family video portion of the show. Meta starts getting emotional seeing Kelly get emotional, but she can't hear anything over Kelly's wailing. And that's real. <laughs> she was going real, real hard. She was like real emotional. Now the other three know exactly what's happening. And Pandora is a little worried what will be said for her. Guess what? It's her time. And Pandora's father and like daddy like child. You can see in Pandora, there is embarrassment as he's reading a paper and she explains this is why she is not funny. He's in on the poem game too. And then we get a brief, like literal two seconds of content from her mom. Like surely there was more, right? Maybe there really wasn't. Maybe she has like a weird relationship with her family and, or it maybe- literally was high Pandora cut. Yeah, I'm wondering if the maybe production just thought that the dad's message was just like so dead on for Pandora's personality that they were like, we have to show this. This is like gold. Or whoever made the PowerPoint accidentally deleted part of the video. <laughs> Could also be that. I'm like here running real scenarios about it. And it's maybe just someone made an oopsie. The girls mock Pandora as her father listed things and it all makes sense. Pandora says it's really cute to see her parents because she doesn't think they really know what she's doing, but they're still supportive. It's time for Yvonne, who is hoping for a message from her friend, and it is. And she's wearing an I Heart Milf shirt, but the thing that explains everything about Yvonne is the reveal that one of her numbers that she performed live in front of people was Crazy Frog. That Certainly there's me. video footage of this performance, right? We need to see it. That really took me out. I like when she was like, when I first saw you perform Crazy Frog, I was like, shut bum, up. Bum, 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 bum. Like, brilliant. Yeah. I want to yeah. see a drag queen perform that now. Also, it's very dated at this point, but hey, we love the early 2000s, don't we? We do. And that's Yvonne's like whole brand. So it totally yeah. makes sense. And I loved too when the friend started essentially singing it. It was like when I heard from those very first notes that da -da 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 -da, I just knew. I was like, this is so unhinged. I love yeah. it. And then it's another video from another friend. She has so many girlfriends. Why don't I like, why don't I have a friend's period? Oh, God. Who's going to leave me a video message? Who's going to leave you a video message? Maybe the friends of the pod will. There we go. I love it. <laughs> now it's Meta's time and it's video from her sister. And she is so sweet. And it's quite beautiful to see the female version of Meta. Really, the female version. We learned that model for her. And she always took her to shows to help her be the way she is. We learned that Meta is, um, she found it very cute that she was trying to speak high German. I don't know what that means, but aw, high German. Well, we definitely know that high German is not what Diane Brill speaks. Uh, yeah, she, she was pretty <laughs> German. Um, do you think these messages really are the boost that contestants need to get over the final hurdle? Is it like the uh, gonna change at the end kind of situation? Like, is it really a thing? I really don't think that it is. Because I think it's one thing when it's maybe a makeover challenge, right? And they like, right, they're physically there. Have your people in the room but I don't know maybe I can't speak to it right because we don't know what it's like to feel in that moment but I'm just like okay I don't know I was gonna I say I don't know what it's like to feel period 
<laughs> just period. But yeah, I'm just like, would a video message really get me that good? I really have a hard time believing that. Well, there are no more tears left to cry. It's time to get ready for the runway and spill some piping hot tea, Annie. As the queens get their faces on, Kelly would like to know how everyone is after the videos. Amanda says it's hard to be away from the people they are so close to. Kelly says they work and fight so hard that it's nice to know that they are not alone in the world. Meta has learned that Kelly is emotional. Pandora's dad speaks in rhymes, and Yvonne's friends didn't think she'd make it that far, while her sister was just super cute, so she's happy with her video. Now Pandora will be the one to switch the conversation quite drastically and be like, so we've all been celibate for this long. Girl, you have no idea. I've been celibate for probably... We're not even going to go there. So and twinks, you're not even on Drag on, Race. Please. I know. We, well, she wants to know how they're all doing. And Meta will look at Yvonne and Yvonne will look at Meta as she's saying super. The laughter ensues. They know something we don't know. Kelly is like, white people turn red when they lie. Look how red you look. Um, Pandora thinks there is a lot of pent up stuff after being locked away for so long. Yvonne knows that Pandora is always super horny, but she says she didn't have that much choice. But apparently, what was it her and Lorelai a thing, or is that all for jokes? Because, I mean, Lorelai. Yeah, because I was like, the whole daddy thing, that was going on for quite some time, so can't rule it out. Yeah, well, you know who did have choice? Meta and Yvonne. Didn't Yvonne, like, want Naomi at the beginning of the season? She moved on fast. Yeah, I thought so, too, because when I was thinking back about it, I was like, there was definitely a little hint of something with a yeah. couple of other... Because she was crying when she left. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she's just thirsty. Maybe she just gets around. Listen, nothing wrong with it, but just own that. So did they or did they not? Meta says that Pandora is going really deep and is like, yeah, tell me more. Tell me more. Meta wants her to zip it up, but says Yvonne and she has a great support to each other. And Pandora just wants to know how they support each other. Hands or mouth? Yeah, that great support. Hmm. Pandora thinks they like each other very much and thinks they're very cute together. Why they like each other? Unbeknownst to her, but could you ever do a showmance? I think so. I mean, if nothing else, even if there really weren't, I, which I think Pandora is reading them for a little bit, right? Like, well, who's in the room, I guess, at a certain point. But also, even if I didn't really have the strongest, strongest feelings, listen, that's potential airtime. You're on TV for a reason. Exactly. Yeah, play into that. Let's get to the main stage where Barbie is going to space while wearing a Boulay Brother hair unit. Again, her choices, I really struggle to understand them sometimes. She is a queen that will literally try to wear anything. I wish she had a necklace on. That was the only thing I really wanted. But our panel includes Giovanni Jovanovich, Diane Brill, who has a wild side swap swipe of a hair and does not care for five hours of fa-la-la-la-la in opera. And Estefania Lisa is here, and she is giving us drag tonight. That hair was tearing. It was. I really need to talk about Diane Brill's hair because that was insane. I was like, how is it even staying up? How is she not falling over? I thought it was a foxtail. I really couldn't even tell you what I thought that it was. I, maybe I thought it was like a whole dog. I thought she had like an actual animal on her head. Like, truly, I've never seen anything like that. 
we will do things backwards. We're going to go through the videos and the critiques for said videos and then move into the runway. Are you ready? Ready. What's web show by Kelly Hilton and Pandora Knox. We start off with no title screen, just our two queens bumping and then awkwardly get them welcoming us to wet web show. We will have some water references as they then ask if your date's personality so split that it goes to group therapy on its own. Red flag. And have you asked your date if they want to shack up with you and she puts out two lines? Red flag. Does your date like to have long fingernails or big rings as a chastity belt? Red flag. So then they're like, we'll show you how to have your own red flag if you don't have one. Isn't that the point to not have one or is being flawless a red flag in itself? Yeah, the concept, really not the clearest. No. Now there's a bit of whisper voiceovers and I was like, oh, we're doing like the Club 96 type thing. Okay, cool. Once, done, gone. Yeah, like engage with it. You know, you're going to do it and it might be funny. Dedicate some time to it. What they do have is a lot of awkward comedy bits that just have a lot of awkward silences. Yeah. Butch and Pillow go under the table and shit happens. And well, I guess that's what lesbians are into. I don't know. I was lost. <laughs> Can't relate. Don't know. Unexplored territory. The, the funniest bit was the random pick remember just popping on out. Yes, that was so good. I was like, where was more of that? Lean into that a little bit more. The problem with this mostly was not necessarily the content. It was because I couldn't comprehend the content as they are moaning and tossing things about. And the editors kept it at the same volume as the voiceovers. Now, I could have had my own issues as I was reading along, but I can't comprehend hearing German, but I felt like it was still very messy. Oh, yeah. It just, I don't think they clearly got the note that Barbie was sharing that maybe no. to make it feel a little bit more structured they were just going just full absurd and that gets too much at a certain point being unhinged is one thing but this toe the line right we're gonna get a bit of red puns and then the breastplate on the back of pandora and that's gonna garner the largest laugh so do you want a red flag hard pass i won't be making one at home this was i think also more of an infomercial than a web show Yes, I would agree with that, which goes back to the challenge. And they had that moment where Barbie reminded them, you're making yeah. a web series. Do the introduction, the middle, the closure, maybe do some specific segments in the middle. They just format wise did not engage appropriately. Diane says the names Butch and Pillow was everything for her saying it was so good. She says it was so interesting to see them play with the fake boobs, which was a fart and cock joke. She says they had good chemistry. Okay. Yeah, like, okay, okay, Diane. Johnny says he was very amused and really liked it. He says they were like Marianne and Michael. He says it was nice to just see how over the top and hilarious they were. Were they? <laughs> Estefania says they definitely had a lot of fun, which is super important. She says at the beginning she didn't get it at all, but at the end, the scene with the black boy was killer. She entertaining and reminded her that she shouldn't ignore red flags in the future. Okay. Barbie says it can be tricky if you have to explain your jokes, so it's good for this kind of format where you have three minutes if they can understand what they're trying to convey. Which was not a critique. It was a statement. Yeah. Great. Let's move on to Tits and Tricks by Metamorchid and Yvonne Nights Jade. 
when I stand. Um, we are welcomed once again by um, Hit Me in Schuhach, Yvonne Nightstand, and Shut Up Metamore Kid. Funnier in German, I guess. I would imagine. This show is Tits and Tricks. The logo was cute, though it did not match the set. That's a me problem. But if I'm analyzing the graphics, you know I'm nitpicking because it was good content. Right. I lo- I loved the title card, too. I thought that was so cute. The show this time will be about how to hide your sausage in taming snakes and bot- burying tubers. Be it small peas or a third leg, they bring any vag in line. I think they had great chemistry and banter with a clear journey. Oh, absolutely. It was like night and day. They get to the tutorial with the pit crew, and I think it was very smart to have Yvonne go even ditzier. She played a character while Meta got to be the straight man of the sketch role. We will watch Meta try to tuck him, and it was so stupid. He really acted the shit out of it. Give him an award and a pay raise. Yes, give him that. Give him his flowers. And then we cut to Yvonne tied up and falling over, thinking she did something wrong. It was so stupid. But why was she stop? Roxy, you see her, girl? Oh, triggered. (laughs) I had to. It had to have been (laughs) Roxy Andrews reference, right? (laughs) Gotta do it. It had to be. We then get our next segment, a chat with a survivor of the great tucking massacre of drag race. Tessa testicles, leggings, the gag. The fucking gag. So good. They give her a seat and spoke to her like she was a real person, which is comedy gold. The Charlie Brown teacher voice sent me. The question, were Ms. Testicle's nuts chopped or ground and realized they're caramelized? Stupid. <laughs> but here is the thing that meant the world to the world. You laugh and pause it because I was screaming. What's in Ms. Legging's futures? All-stars. I died. Because if you know, you know. Exactly. Exactly. And she doesn't even know. And Yeah, and she doesn't even know. Yvonne's line saying the leggings autobiography, Life After Testicles, was so wrong. It was so right. Available in all drugstores. Dead. Yeah, also so good. The proceeds going to tucking victims. I am so glad for them. So glad. They need support. This was so well-crafted, well-written, well-performed. It mocked all the things we hate about web shows and really proved that they actually could do something together after the show. Completely. Estefania says they were such an awesome team, saying it was entertaining. She says it was great the way they complimented each other. Johnny says the crazy hens say an improv skill, coordination, thoughtfulness, the talent played in such a funny way. Barbie will call out Yvonne by saying she took their critiques to heart, took the time and amped up the klutziness. She says they had a concept and a clear structure that was easier to take part and watch. Diane's one question. The voice from the leggings was Tessa. Did she really have to ask that? Maybe she just needed something to say. Uh, Probably. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it was clear who the winners of the week were. Oh, yeah, because it was. It was like one team clearly completely understood the assignment. And you were saying it too in, in the recap of the overview, but there's a way to lean into content that's completely absurd and just so totally utter utterly ridiculous that it makes no sense 
but still have a through line, still have it connect to the narrative and still have it be hilarious. They were able to do that really well, whereas Pandora and Kelly just, it was just so completely absurd in a way that had no context and made no sense. And they didn't follow a proper format for how you would expect a web show to go. So it it was a dud. Let's move on to the runway. Category is Opera Queens. In honor of the runway, we will play Queen of the Night or Poor Wandering One. All right. And you'll don't know what that means. But that's okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm like... Lord and Sullivan. <laughs> so you're like, what's that mean? That's fine. Pirates of Penzance. Okay, wait, I recognize that name. So I've heard of that. We got we got you. Yeah. All right, Yvonne Nightstand, look by Bambi Mercury. Um, I don't know if she's in an opera or just attended one, but she looks very fancy. Um, for me, it read like a Gilbert and Sullivan piece. I love the material and how it's given vintage, but she's fashioned it in a way that's high fashion. The gag that she admitted she was not wearing heels. She is barefoot, and that is iconic. I think the makeup is so avant-garde that it works for this look. Yeah, I I completely agree. The fact that she said she was on tiptoes really did kill me too. Like, that was so funny. And it's also like, why haven't other people maybe thought of that so they could actually walk in these elaborate garments that they put together? I love that it feels like the the ensemble has some movement and life to it. I mean, I love a crazy elaborate headpiece. So the hat in particular just really stood out to me and I enjoyed it so much. I think she looks great. I, I think going with like the sort of shorter hair too works really well with this. So some great styling choices, I feel. Mm-hmm. I was a fan. Barbie says, Look is a dream as it's so beautiful. She didn't get the reference to opera and asked her to display. And Yvonne says, after reading her palm, she is the strange countess from Rustaka, favorite opera. Um, it actually is an opera and a character, so she definitely had someone tell her thing. <laughs> Johnny will ask her if she made it herself and says she didn't make the dress this time, but says she made the hat. He says it looks beautiful and the fabric is pale, pink, and loves the puff sleeves. He says it's giving him Claude Frankfurt Heidi. I didn't get it. And says it's hilarious. Hook Couture. Great. Uh, it's a queen of the night. Definitely queen of the night. Audience, 83% queen of the night. 17% poor wandering one. Metamorcid. Look by Arachne. Nails by Claws by Taxi. I wish this category was earlier in the season, as I think others would have gone for a less grandiose look. But I think that makes this the reference. She is giving Papa Gino from The Magic Flute for those who know the opera, the character does come out as a bird, and thus this look. I think it's an interesting take to play in the world of patchwork. I wish there was a little more glam factor to it. It's not her strongest, but for the reference, it's an A+. Yeah, I think that's the difficulty about taking this approach, and I agree with what you said. I think it would have been interesting to have this runway earlier in the season to see if some of the queens went a more simplistic route because I think that really worked against Meta in this regard like just the grand I mean surely someone's going to do Flight of the Valkyrie um, Viking look for an opera like that's a quintessential opera yeah I, and and bitches love wings so exactly it's like they ha- they would have had to have so I don't know I you know I I would agree with some of what you're saying too I think Patchwork can be so much fun. I can appreciate that she was trying to be really true to an opera, 
But I think when we're talking about the runway main stage on drag race, you've got to play with it a little bit Mm -hmm. more, especially when you are down to so few contestants, you have to really go above and beyond. And I don't know if this just like totally fit the bill. Diane says her idea is really next level. She says she got its magic flu. She says the problem is everyone is looking glam. Barbie says her look is not the prettiest, but she got who she was immediately. Cue the music playing in the background because it actually is playing because we can use that. People are dead for a very long time. She says that it's important in a challenge to know exactly what is going on, even if you don't operas. Estefania says her look is giving her scarecrow vibes, but loves that she wears it with such confidence. And Johnny says she took the cake with his costume. He really says he really is not a fan of the outfit, as he knows she always has great outfits. I expected something more bombastic. I will give it a Queen of the Night. I'm going to give it a poor wandering one. I really was not about it. Audience, 57% Queen of the Night. 43% poor wandering one. Pandora Max, look by manufacturer Hasblut, headpiece by Frauzeloop. This was stunning. No photograph will be able to capture the immaculate stoning on this gown. Mm-hmm. She calls it the Queen of the Night look, and I can see it. I think she's played in this stunning, soft, magical world, and the neck up is remarkable. This should be a look discussed across all franchises. The way she is serving you such a feminine silhouette and then punches you in the Pandora factor with the leather and the headpiece and the makeup really obsessed with this look Mm -hmm. yeah it's one of those that just you get taken aback a little bit just because it is so striking and i think it's one of those as well where independently plenty of the elements would be really compelling without even being put all together in this way i think the gown is so interesting because there is such a large volume towards the bottom and it does have all of that crystals and that shine but then also the middle belt is so graphic and geometric in in its arrangement so i also just find that really compelling it was stunning it's very very interesting and i think it's like thought provoking too as Stefania says you're looking and loves how she pays attention to every little detail she says it infused everything Johnny asks her to open up her arms again so they can see the beautiful corsage as she looks beautiful and says she looks like the Queen of the Night. Diane says that Andy Warhol called her the Queen of the Night, so she is a tough critic. She will wait a minute as Herbert, the European, says she is the most beautiful Queen of the Night. She says every little detail makes her so happy and calm inside, and Barbie says this is a look she'll dream of. She doesn't know if it would be a pleasant dream or nightmare, but she enjoys them too. I will give this a Queen of the Night. Definitely a Queen of the Night. Audience, 91% Queen of the Night, 9% Poor Wandering One. Kelly Hilton, no designers listed. Now, she stepped on the stage and I immediately clocked it was Aida. I think it's very pretty. The tool is stunning in gold. The voice is unmatched. The hair is great. I don't care for the makeup. I really just don't know why these queens just put these patches of gold leaf on them. It looks so silly. For me, it's just a hodgepodge of good and bad. Yeah, I I agree with you. It was a little bit of a mixed bag, but also for Kelly, that feels like strong <laughs> in a way, right. to be honest, you right. know, based on some of what we've seen from her on the runway this season. I really enjoy the hair. I do think similar to what you were describing, I think elements of like the garment itself, no, they don't necessarily stand out as the strongest and no, they don't feel the most original. I, I think it's something that you do see other places, but she looks very lovely in it. 
And I would agree with you too. I think what really threw me was just the gold under the chin thing. I was like, why, why that choice? Because the rest of it, you really look pretty solid. That just felt bizarre. Estefania says the look didn't wow her because she's already seen her do better. Barbie says she's got the talent, even if her look compared to the look next to her is a bit plainer. She tells her that she has the talent to make up for it, and she did tonight, as she sang beautifully. She says that they are at the point where they have four outfits on stage, and it's getting harder to look to the side and not think that this look is plainer than the others. That tells her she looks beautiful. Diane says her voice is golden. She says it was a real gift. And Johnny says she is an all-around talent. He likes her outfit, though he has seen it before. He says it doesn't matter as she filled it with love and charisma and most of all, elegance. I will give it a soft Queen of the Night. Yeah, I will too. Audience, 90% Queen of the Night, 10% Poor Wandering One. Very interesting. Okay. The opera divas head back to the workroom as they dissect what had happened. Yvonne knows she's perfect and hopes it's a team decision as she's not sure about Meta. But how is Kelly feeling? Fine. That's not what the underscoring is telling us. No, no, no. She needs strength as she always tries to bring out the best of her. She knows sometimes the best is not good enough, even though it takes a lot of energy. Through her emotions, she says she is so happy to be there with them and thanks them for all the support they gave her. Oh, she thought she was gone. Yeah, I think you could read it on her face the entire time that segment was on screen. She was really fearing for her competition life. Meta starts to weep as she can't see Kelly cry. She says, it's like watching your mother and says, take Pandora. Pandora tells her that this is exactly what she represents and looks amazing. Yvonne tells her she is an amazing person and it hurts her heart to see her defeated as she has always been there for her. She ends the segment by saying it's so important to get support from friends, from drag colleagues and family. I wouldn't know, but I'm sure it is. <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> Must be amazing. Well, the queens are back on stage. The decision has been made. And Barbie says it was a very hard decision. Pandora, you are safe. Kelly Hilton, you are safe. Yvonne and Metamorkid are left on stage, shitting their pants. The faces, are they the bottoms? Yvonne is ready to pounce over that table and murder someone. But Barbie will be like, the time has come for you to lip sync for the win. Psych! The laughs coming from the judges' table. They were in on it. The queens were like, fuck off all the way. Uh, dare I say, schadenfreude. Yes, absolutely. They were like, we're going to get him. We're going to get him um, good. Listen, we obviously know why it happened because of the next challenge and all that things. And for those who watch Drag Race Brazil, you know that when you plan to have four people there, but the host pulls a fast one and saves the fifth one, you're going to have to figure it out. So they knew this was going to be a double save. Maybe it was going to happen earlier in the season later. I don't know. But this was the moment they knew like it was going to happen. Are you happy with the result? Kind of no, to be honest, because... It did feel like ultimately, as you're describing, they just did it for the sake of the next challenge and having that make sense. Because Mm -hmm. in this case, there was very clearly a winning and losing team. So it's like you can't even be like making that argument of, well, everyone was just so good. There was no way we could send someone home because that wasn't the case, you know, which is why they did this lip sync for the win, I think. Yeah, which, ex- I mean, exactly. It makes sense to then switch it and do it that way. I mean, of course, I'm sure many people had this reaction, but as soon as they called 
Kelly in particular is safe, I was like, oh yeah, no one's going home because she was. It it should have been her probably leaving. The song is Rock Me Amadeus by Falco, the German version. What a fucking wild choice of a song. I my jaw dropped. I was like, I have not thought about this song in so long. And this is it like literally was it. like on Belgique when they did pump up the jam. Like there's songs that should not be on the show, but when they're there, it makes all the sense. Right, exactly. Cause it's like, oh yeah, they're doing opera night for the runway. Of course it's Rock Me Amadeus. <laughs> it's it was so funny. I don't think Yvonne was prepared, which really was on her because this was an easy victory for her. Like this should have been victory win. Good night. Literally. Meta slayed the shit out of this. It was campy. The performance was fun. She nailed it. Yvonne rolled around. It was so stupid. Um, I do wonder if they saw her barefoot. They probably had to see it. Yeah. If she was down on the ground and rolling, I mean, how are you going to hide your feet? Now, obviously the moment that gagged the world was the kiss. Like, that was a full-on makeout session. Tongues entered new mouth holes. And it's also, like, imagine being in that moment, making out with another contestant while Rock Me Amadeus is playing. It's you know, so like, campy. Yeah, it's just, like, that is that is now a moment that happened in your life. <laughs> like, Did they plan it? No. Have they done it before? Maybe. There's the confirmation. Um... The winner of the lipstick is Metamore Kid. Yvonne is safe. Do you agree? I think like you were saying, I would probably strictly from the lip sync say I get it. But this week overall just felt like such a slam dunk for Yvonne between the challenge, between her runway. So I was a little bit upset. I was like, wow, they should have given it to Yvonne. Like they really kind of did her dirty with this lip sync for the win situation. So they have given it to both of them? Or did Yvonne not do it better, do enough for the lip sync? I think that when you're doing a lip sync for the win, who really cares? You know, it's like, why not just, and that's what I didn't understand either. The whole time too, when Barbie was like, Yvonne, you did great this week. It was so lovely, all that. I thought she was going to round it out with, so you also won. And then they didn't. And I was like, wow, they really, (laughs) they really did her dirty. Is there a universe that, I could go to a club in New York City and see a drag artist perform Rock Me Amadeus now. I think so. I can request it in a drag roulette. I think absolutely. All right. Um, I got some burning questions to wrap this up. Are you ready? Ready. What is this lip sync's legacy? The lip sync legacy is, of course, the the making out. I mean, that's an iconic moment. Like, it's just really wild that they did that do you think it's one of the better lip syncs double saves in the middle bottom where are we going with it yeah probably a little bit towards maybe the middle just because there's an iconic moment in it so that kind of picks it up a little bit but otherwise it's just yeah it didn't feel like there was really a reason for it you know great all right next week it's time for a makeover and joining them on the judges panel Sasha Valor did not have that on a bingo card, did you? No, literally not at all. Is Herbert going to be doing double duty? Probably, because I was trying to think. I was like, does she speak German? 
I mean, you I she know. could. It kind of, there's like a level of my mind that's like I think Sasha very well could speak German and just we've never really known that. Right. And like, of course, she just speaks German because that would fit the vibe. But yeah, maybe Herbert will be on double duty. And I really do actually appreciate that. I feel like in the last half of the season now, they're really le- leaning into the Herbert thing and just how heavily. They have to. Like it's like it's funny now. It's it's more so. It's if not- I don't get to meet him at the reunion or the finale, I'm going to be furious. Yes, they need to bring him out. He needs to walk that main stage. He's putting in probably more work than Diane is. Let's be honest. Literally. Well, the Manses are going to cause some drama for the newfound lovers. Who do you think will get the cut before the finale? It's got to be Kelly, right? Uh, I, so in a in a way, I think yes. I mean, Kelly feels like the more obvious. I don't think that she's there. I think it's been really nice to see her have a little bit of like an upward journey to be competing the way that she has been and to make it as long as she has. I think I wouldn't have imagined her being at the final four when the season first started. So I will give her that, but I don't know. Like there's some weird energy for me around the Yvonne nightstand narrative of even in this last stretch, like cutting her from getting a win when clearly it should have been. And then now they're alluding to this drama with the pairing. So I don't know. I'm I a mean, the reality is this is out. a makeover challenge. Three out of four are high art makeup artists. Right. Kelly cannot compete in that department. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. Does, yeah. And, and so that's why it very much does for multiple reasons feel like, oh, okay, this is the episode that Kelly should be out on. Or no one goes home. Right. Or, yeah, or maybe no one. Like, Mexico had four. Um, Brazil has four. They could have four also. We know that they're using the same studio, the same production. It's just, it, it could be the same thing. Who knows? Yeah, you can't rule it out. And I think especially when they did a double save this week, uh, who knows? After nine episodes, the winner of the season is? I think it's meta. I think it's um, I feel like I maybe track record numbers and everything uh, statistically might be different, but I feel like with Pandora being in the bottom so frequently or or not succeeding at a good chunk of the challenges where meta has just been safe or high, I, I don't see a reason why you don't crown her. She's good. Yeah, I think if you asked me, at the start of the season, I definitely would have been stronger leaning into Pandora, but I think that's what it is. I think when you look at the arc of the season, Pandora's just struggled a little bit too much. I also feel like, yes, she's an incredible artist. She's a great performer, all of that, but also she just doesn't have that, like, I almost want to say full personality because she, she doesn't, she really struggles with humor and like being funny. And there's a, almost that layer. They made the comment. I think Yvonne did in this episode that Pandora is like 99% robot or something. And yeah. she can feel that way. So I think when you consider both performance across the season as a whole, and then also that element, it's just not for me, uh, adding up to what I would consider a winner edit. Whereas I feel like with meta, there's been much more of that consistency across the entire season, some great looks, some wonderful moments. And like we were saying earlier too, 
as cliche as it might sound, I do feel like there's been a transformation in like the personality and the openness and all of that. And that feels more like a winning edit to me. We'll see. All right. Where can we find you on social media, Venmo and any projects you want to plug? Yeah. So you can find me over on Instagram at OG double underscore fag. We're doing maybe a little bit less of the drag these days, maybe leaning into a little bit of trying to like thirst trap a little bit here and there, trying out some different things. So maybe look out for that. And then also just any other antics that I'm up to. And then you can also find me over on Blue Sky, just at OG Fag. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, it's always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. 